Diamante. Durante with a free header. And the honour of Western United's first A-League goal goes to a familiar face. Bessart, Borussia. Connor Payne on the left. Alessandro Diamante with the ball on a string. And... Oh, Diamante! The Western service crew are celebrating. Welcome back to All Out West. For the final week of games for the regular A-League season, and the chase is on for the Premier's plate and peak grand final positions. This week, you're joined by myself, Wallace, and best attending this season, old Jaysicle. How you going, big fella? Yeah, not bad. I wouldn't say it's the best. I have given it a crack, but it's been a rough season. It's been a long season. Uh, so unfortunately, a few of the other boys can't be here tonight. But we've got the dynamic duo, the Dark Alliance. Yep. <laughs> I reckon for this podcast. So uh, the thing is, good. though, we've been struck down with injury, COVID, and yet we still soldier on. You know what I mean? We've still fielded a team of at least two. We could not handle a starting 11, but we're doing all right for it. Like, like, I think we t- take anyone in two on, like two on two basketball right now. Well, I don't know about that. I'd probably get fouled out and be one on two pretty quickly for you, Wallace. I'm not good, not very good at basketball, so... <laughs> that's okay. Maybe, we... uh, maybe uh, table tennis. Okay, two that's probably we'll go better. there. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting on. My knees are sore. But on that note of getting fouled out, we could uh, Charlie Emery could probably uh, – he's got a bit of time this week, I reckon. Mm, I'd we'll say so. Shortly. Um, so we'll get into a bit of the club news. So NPL on Sunday the 1st of the 5th, West United um, NPL seniors and under-21s took on Melbourne victory at City Vista. The under-21s lost 3-1. And the seniors, despite being a man down, West United managed only a 2-1 loss. And they held firm, played very well. This game is actually on the NPL Victoria app, um, which I had never logged on to before and watched the game through there. Very good. And now one of the big points in the game that really affected the outcome was Charlie Emery was red-carded with Mayan coming on between the um, posts and goal scorer Yanni coming off as well, um, just so that they could have a goalkeeper. Did you see this at all? No, I honestly missed the game this weekend. I was actually pretty busy with uh, the uh, Aussie football uh, and other things. So I actually didn't get around this one. You know, obviously watched Western on Saturday, but both Friday and Sunday I was at the uh, AFL, so I did miss this game. Would you like to see it? Yeah, I suppose. Um, just give me a second. Um, how, are you, how are you finding the... Uh... NPL sides going. I think we're traveling pretty well and really pushing for promotion. What do you think? We are traveling pretty well, but I tend not to find out. That, honestly, like I, I do love my sport. I love a multitude of sport. I love Western United, but like I find that the, I, the club could probably promote game times and stuff for the NPL a little better. I'd like to find out a couple of days before because I always see like an hour after the game started or two hours after the game finished finishes like a post from to a link of where you can watch Western United play, you know. So um, that's I miss half the games because half the time I don't know what time they're on. But um, I'll still take, um, you know, what are we, second, third at the I moment? I have got the NPL3. NPL3, I'll bring up the ladder. Uh, we've just uh, made it fourth. We were coming first, we're coming which isn't first, too bad. Yeah. So we played seven, one, four, one draw, two losses. Uh, coming first is Melbourne City with seven uh, played, five wins, one draw, one loss on 16 points. We're on 13. Preston Lions coming second on 14 points. City tied for 14 points, but with a lower goal difference. So we're not traveling mm. too bad. Um, I've got the thing ready for you. Hopefully it works. If not, I'm going to look a bit silly. Can you see that? Well, it's buffering. There we go. I can. Sick. Let's have a look. Don't have any sound for it though. I don't know about you. Anderson, Does that work? Ah, now nope, that does not work. Centrally okay, for we Wilson. Can't, um, oh, there we go. Forward. No. That time, a fantastic through ball for Binyam Kibede. Dashes past Emery with the foul. Surely that's a foul. I'm not sure exactly if that was in the penalty area or not. Now, Bello, we'll have to see, see that one again. I reckon, yeah, yeah. So, so that was. Good. Check it out. It's coming up. 100% out of the box. It looks like, yeah, it's out of the box. It's a red card, unfortunately. 100% red card. Change the manner of the card. game. Yeah. 
Shout out to the MPL streaming service. Actually really easily accessible. It's web-based. I'm not sure if there's apps on some certain programs or what, but uh, very easy access, like easily accessible. Fast forward, rewind, all that jazz you want. Um, yeah. Mm. Sadly, um, under-21s game wasn't on there, though, which was a bit, bit of a yeah. Probably a bit hard to, you know, set up and record for all of them. Yeah. But it is pretty cool to see um, the MPL, you know, on that app. And, you know, free for everyone to watch. Yeah, and I think majority of the MPL leagues are on there, which I think this is a good way to get that second division happening. Although, obviously, mm. you'd want money coming in through streaming rights. Yeah, and, you know, we could talk about the second division <laughs> for hours, but um, it's definitely, uh, obviously, yeah, need more money in all the clubs involved because you can't have teams like St. George's having A-League games, I suppose. But... Uh, just because, you know, ground sizes and all that. But um, definitely, definitely uh, a step in the right direction. 100%. Uh, do you want to go into injuries? Yep, injuries. So, unfortunately, Diamante still injured. Uh, he did release this emotional post on Sunday. Uh, it read, uh, you know how much passion I have and how much I care very frustrating moment for me despite the daily the hard daily work i have not improved as much as everyone would like sorry not to be helping my team in this beautiful special and delicate moment thank you all for the beautiful messages of love i'll continue to work harder and i will not give up one centimeter to get back to doing the thing i love most in the world soccer ball emoji love heart emoji poibo spread smile and positive vibes what are your thoughts on this uh, post, Wallace? Personally, it's a nice thing to hear, but it is a bit disconcerting to hear that, um, like, it's it's nice that Dim is trying to remain positive, but not nice that he hasn't progressed with his injury. Well, that's the thing. And it also alludes to that they think I'm, he's up to that level of fitness. So I, I understand it. And especially to his age, you have to be more careful with rehabilitation. And I dare say if Kelsey was here, we'd go into a bit more detail about that. But it's do, like, for instance, if he was well, does he still get a starting 11 spot? We've been playing consistently good football without him. With It's a hard one to call at his age. Yeah. Like, um, That's... you know, the first season, 100%, you know, he, he's a he's a first name on the sheet. But now, like, who knows? And like, all, not just this season. What about next season? What do you reckon? You reckon he'll still be in the green and black? You reckon he'll still be playing for us? Maybe limited role? I think maybe like an impact or occasional because how like how many games has he played this year? I don't think it's that many. I'll double check it. Maybe he's, one. No, nah, he's Honestly, played more than that. Oh, like, like started, sorry. I know he got benched. Oh, this year or this season? Season. Season, he's played a couple. I don't I, even know if he actually has played this year. Uh, so he's had 10 games and he's he's had 10 starts, but I'm pretty sure he's been subbed in mo- out of most of them. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just, it's a hard one. He's It's an aging player. It's like Bessar Barisha. It's like mm. some people just don't know when they're, they're cooked. Yeah. And and, and you, obviously you can't bounce, his back, bounce back as quickly as when you were young. Mm. Um, he, yeah, he is pushing it. Age-wise, um, I, 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 as much as I thought this would be his last season, I think he's got one more in him after this one, and that would 100% have to be the last. That's if he decides to play on. I think the club would uh, definitely keep him on as best they could. He's been so good for us. Do you reckon, though, he'd get, maybe have to take a wage card to get the same wage? I, I'm honestly not sure. But um, with like with how his contract goes, but you'd think he'd probably get a wage cut. Well, if he's only going to play high, and this is again, I'm very pro Diamante. Like I, very very pro Diamante. I love his style. I love his finesse. I love what he's brought to our club. I love the positive vibes. I love that. But being a realist, I don't see him playing a 23 game season next year. I'd love to be proven wrong. Um, no. And if he could, would he be competitive? That's the, like, it's a bag. I don't want to be asking that question, but I feel that that has to happen. I don't know if he could do that, but I'd love to have him around the club, whether it be as an impact, whether he does like a 60, comes out on the big games, does some cool shit. 
What about you? I'd personally, it's it's a hard one because it's like you could also give, you know, he's, he's obviously taking up an international marquee spot. Who yeah. else could we grab for that spot, you know? There's... It's so, uh, it's, it's so, and we're sort of starting to come out of the uh, buyer's market for players, you know, because COVID's finishing up. It's 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 evening out. Player prices are going back up. Wages going back up. Um, so it's like it's sort of a risk. It's like maybe we could get a a, a better player on the cheap by getting Diamante go, letting Diamante go, or you know, we hang on to Diamante another season, and then a player that we were looking at signing. Is now moved on elsewhere, and you now we can't get him, or he's, you know, someone's gone to a rival club. It's it's one of those things where I think you'd have to uh, see how Diamante's going at the end of the season before um, the next A League transfer period. See what he wants to do, see how well he feels, and um, just go from there. But ultimately, it's the club's decision. It's not Diamante's. It's not ours. In my heart, no. I hope he stays. I hope he stays because oh, he's, he's he's a Great player, giving us already a lot of memories in his short time playing for the club. So, but having such like a oh, dude, same. Sorry to cut you off. I'm mm. I'm exactly no, the same. Right. West Ham, like he's got that pedigree. Like they mm. tweeted him for his birthday. Like having him in the green and black is great for from an SEO standpoint. Having him there is great for brand recognition. But yeah, it's it's that game day stuff. How how mm. long can you 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 continue to play? I mean, I'm I'm almost 35. Like my knees ache. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't know how he does it, and I'm not, I'm not an athlete at all. But yeah, that's. It. I thought I did my back just getting up one day. You know what I mean? It's... <laughs> I'm 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 26, and I did my knee walking around in Tassie the year before. I was fine. What's going on? <laughs> You're getting on, mate. Um, no, I have. I am. Yeah. Hopefully. Again, raises what what would have happened if he had it. We'll get into yeah. We don't want to keep going on about this. Anyway, um, that's it for injuries. So I suppose on to the game review. Oh, beat me too. Beat me to a big fella. Good work. Oh. Sorry, mate. No, I'm too no, good. No. So under the Gosford lights, in front of five thousand two hundred seventy-three people and a number of Ospreys, Western United went tooth and nail with a free scoring and in like very enthused CCM side to only a 1-0 loss, which if you take into account our injuries and where our squad's at versus where it could be, this isn't too bad. Now, mm. I want to talk about a few key points in the game. CCM have been goal, uh, like have not been goalless. I'm uh, uh, sorry, have been goalless one of the last nine games with five of those games with three or more goals. I'm talking fives, fours, a three, like, they're, they're free scoring. Like you, their attacking prowess is top top point right now. And our defense stood up and managed to keep that margin low. And Cum Dog was coming at us. It was, it was, it felt dangerous most of the time. What did you think? I watching that game, I thought we'd be lucky to escape with a point because they were. Um, I, uh, I think with the home crowd backing them, especially, and their their free flowing style, their freedom up front. Obviously, we've seen um, Grand Qual, uh, who would would go on to score the winner, but um, you know, Come Dog, as well. Um, they're playing without, you know, they're just playing unbridled. They're allowed to do what they want to do. They've hit a purple patch of not just form but confidence. And they're almost scoring for fun. So that was always going to be a, a rough thing to defend against, especially uh, an away game after, you know, travelling from Tassie back to Melbourne and then up to the Central Coast. Now we're going to be, you know, heading to Newcastle. So this is it's going to be a pretty travel-heavy uh, week, week and a half. Um, it's only a trip down the F3, man. Yeah, I know. But have you ever, <laughs> been, to, you ever been to Newcastle? It's not... A place you'd exactly be excited to go to. I like Newcastle. <laughs> the Hunter Valley's beautiful, man. I actually quite like Newcastle. Hunter Valley's there. beautiful. Newcastle, uh, mid. Oh, yeah. I'll There's say a mid. <laughs> There's a reason why uh, Silverchair were a grunge band, but oh, I was just um, about to say something. Uh, I forget. That's yeah. all right. Um, that being said, uh, defense stood up for a lot of the game. Uh, 
but it was that injection. I suppose we'll get into it, but yeah, um, very, very grindy game. Uh, we had our chances, obviously didn't take them. We just, on a, like a night and day between um, our Perth game a few weeks ago and this game, just did, um, we were putting balls into the box sort of to no one. We probably we had chances, half chances, couldn't make them full chances, and ultimately that's what cost us the game. Like uh, just didn't have enough killer instinct going forward. Yeah. I actually remember what I was going to say. Shout out Crossbar Capers. I haven't heard from those guys in a while. Shout out. Hope they're doing well. Yeah, that's what I was – yeah, I just remembered. But, yeah. Now, moving on to the game, a major moment for West United was the injury and substitution of Sticker in the 10th minute with Wales dropping to that midfield kind of creative role and Pierre is taking the forward position. How do you think this went? And ultimately, did this predict the outcome? Like, determine the outcome, sorry. I don't think it determined the outcome, but uh, I felt at that stage in the game, uh, losing Lustiger and having uh, having Wales drop back was was definitely ha- like stifled creativity going forward. I like Pariahs. Um, I like Lustiger, uh, uh, but and I like uh, Wales as well. I like that front three, but I think Lustiger needs to be sort of in the middle, like like in the per. Like during the Perth game, um, you sort of want um, Lockie playing a bit further forward than he was. He was playing back, playing a lot of balls, not getting up as much. Still was one of the best on the field. Don't get me wrong. Gave us a lot of, gave us pretty much all of our attacking chances came through him uh, and Payne. But uh, yeah, losing that sub early sort of reshuffled us and threw threw us off going forward. And I. Don't think we ever really got the um, got the tempo back going forward in that game. Definitely, I, like like I said, I don't think it cost us the game, but it definitely um, definitely didn't help us. I think Wales is doing really well, being played out of position, doing like playmaking and like trying to create chances and those attacking mm. things. But the reason he's in that position is because we lack depth in midfield. You know what we I mean? We really do, yeah. And that's especially and that's, with no Diamante, because he'd be a perfect exactly. player to bring on. Um, Pasquale would have been good. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, and the sticker going out is really just. Um, hopefully, it's not a long term thing. But yeah, and to be honest, I prefer Wales in that attacking role as opposed to the midfield. I think he's really good in that. Him and Payne link up well. Yeah, his his pace is just too. Dangerous to be wasted. I mean, that being said, I think he had a passing accuracy of 100% this game. He put in four or five crosses. You know, they weren't as accurate, but um, made a bunch of positive runs. Did never lost the ball when he was just passing it. Um, so it's, it's not like he can't be a ball-playing midfielder. I just think his talents, his pace more so than his talent is wasted mm-hmm. in, the, in the midfield. He just couldn't seem to get in behind players as per usual. That being said, Central Coast's defenders pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. For, um, let's just talk about them for a minute. Did you hear on the telecast I'll talk um, after the game that the um, – I'm not sure of his position in the club, but he was announcing that, hey, next week, the final game of the season or whatever, is probably a good game to – like the, for the regular season, is probably a good game to come down to. Because it's rumoured they've got new owners. Yes, I did hear about that. Um, what day was that? The Central Coast last game. Oh, I think it's Saturday. And they got Saturday. like a bring your mates. It's an F3 derby again, I think. But oh, awesome. Ri- yeah. Which they'll be, think... they'll be going for blood. Like they've even yeah. let Newcastle fans in for free. Like they want to pack it out. I really like us being a regional club, which we are, although we don't have our home ground yet. I like, I really empathize with the CCMs and Newcastle because they are regional. They have those different sets. They have, closer to their community base. And, mm. yeah, it's really good to see. They're even letting their, like, their arch rivals in, man. You don't see Batman letting the Joker in anywhere free. You muted yourself, man. I think if I don't talk for an extended period or, like, for 30 seconds or so, it just automatically mutes. Um, so I, I think that's great as well because uh, F3 Derby... Uh, not the biggest derby. There is a bit of bad blood, 
But as a neutral, that'll 100% pull me in. I'll watch that game. I, I'm I'm very excited, especially if it's a pack pack stadium, Grouse Stadium up in uh, Gosford. I yeah, hundred percent keen to watch that one on Saturday. I didn't I didn't realise that um it was a derby going into the last round. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they announced it because I only know from that. I have to um, double check, but yeah, I, it's I I really want to see those clubs get on their feet. Because I think, again, we spoke about this about the transfer market last week, is I think they will be a club that will really benefit from that. And they even got mm. their the Coasty Watch guy, the guy does the vlogging and the, the YouTube clips, and he's, um, he, they got him on the, um, the club social medias for the day. He's gone around engaging with clubs, and, he, and he's, he's like, this is amazing. I remember watching the club, and I was like seven. So that's re- it's really, I like the engagement they have. Again, it's that regional nature. We're going to get back into our side of the, the things because mm. we're not them. But just a few positive things for the A-League, which is what I like personally. Yeah. Just, yeah, that um, they play tomorrow in Brisbane and then their, I'd, I assume their last game of the season is 7.45, Saturday the 7th against the Jets. So, yeah, you're right. Yeah, 100%. That'll be a, a banger. Shout out Crossbar Capers. I, I, I'm a little bit – I like CCM. Like, I'm liking CCM lately, Jets. Sorry. I'm sorry, mm. Crossbar. But – um. Right, let's get back to our game. I think the glaring issue is is moving the ball forward and converting shots on goal, which you kind of touched on. With 52% of possession, we were only able to manage one decent shot on goal. What can be done to inject life into our attackers? Man, I'm not sure. For starters, bring back Risden. Um, you know, the, the sooner he gets back, the better. Uh, I, I love, obviously, watching him play down that side. Um, I think uh, another fast start would really help because um, we we sort of have been starting games fast for five minutes, ten minutes, and then sort of bombing out. But I reckon if we could get 15, 20 minutes of sustained pressure and then still be able to nick a goal before halftime, um, you know, that, that would definitely help as well. But, like, honestly, it's it's I'm, – I'm not sure. It's hard to call. One week we're on fire, the next week – you know, we've just got nothing going forward. So um, Previc's still doing everything he normally does, pressing. Um, sometimes we're just finding the crosses. Some weeks we're not. I think maybe it's just, uh, you know, that's the way she goes at the moment. Um, hard to call. But uh, obviously with finals coming up, we're going to need to be ready to, you know, go all or nothing at some points. I think um, I'd definitely be practising crossing, crossing and heading and shooting at training over the next few weeks. 100%. Uh, it's one of those difficult things to go, what is one point? I And I've got a few more things on this, but it's so, you just want, like, we saw CCM dig deep and get that goal. We saw mm. them change tactic and break us down. And we saw that build up of play and find our weak spot to do it. I feel we need to do that better. So I and sometimes we just we we're too insistent on waiting for more people to get to the box than just getting them on the break and shooting. We're too like mm. too hesitant. Sometimes that about Previch annoys me a little bit. It's like, dude, just have a shot yeah. on goal. I'd I'd rather you have a shot on goal than like. And at that same point, he's got some amazing assists this season by not being selfish. Yeah, and that is what I like about Previc. He's a he's not a. Uh... He's goal hungry, but he's not to the point where it's at the detriment of the team. You know, he will share it around. Yeah, he will like cross it across the box for that. You know, that sweaty ball. Mm. You know, the sweaty feet style goal. So, yeah, I know it's just it's one of those things. I I, I want it to dig deep. Now, Garan Qual, sorry if I pronounced that incorrectly, sealed the winner in the eighty first minute, which we've touched on. Seven minutes after coming coming on, which was a great goal, great goal. Sorry, in contrast to Aloisi who brought on our young impact subs, Milo and Bayou, in the 91st minute. Was this too late to make any impact? 100%. 100%. Tactically, the qual coming on in the 81st was perfect. He's a fast, young uh, striker um, with the world at his feet at the moment. You bring him on, 81st minute, he's refreshed, he's ready to go. What is he, 16, 17 years old, got pace to burn. For ten minutes, and he scored, and he's you know got his shooting boots on this season. So, um, honestly, a good like great thing to see. 
just wish it wasn't against us because I think he's definitely a future talent like his brother. Um, but, yeah, just I, I think we mismanaged our subs, to be completely honest. And uh, they they made their subs perfectly. Qual was a great, great call. Mm. Um, and Penner came on as well. Great. Perfectly done. But, I don't, again, mm-hmm. I don't think we had the depth to really make any quality subs at that point. Uh, on the note of uh, Qual, Allo made this uh, post-game tweet, which was, Wu could have had Allo and Garang back in their Shepparton days easily, exclamation mark, I was left on scene, aha, aha, exclamation mark. This was made post-game. Did you see this on Twitter? I don't have Twitter, and I'm glad because that has depressed me. <laughs> that has really yeah. depressed me. Especially, you that's, know, Alou, one thing, but letting them both go, oof, that's rough. I think, yeah, there's oh, – it would have been good, but scouting and recruitment is such a difficult thing because you don't know how well people are going to perform. Again, you don't know if the environment you provide they're going to excel under. Like, look at Valentino Yule. He's having a pretty good innings at Newcastle Jets. Yeah. And who knows if quality, the quals would even have a run. Um you know, Central Coast sort of got, were able to give them a run because they were struggling finding players. Now they've got players and they've got the, you know, youth that they've been able to inject into their team. So, honestly, in the final series, which they are going to make by the looks of things, they could be a real problem to everyone. Would not um, would not uh, be surprised if they can get into a granny. Wouldn't I would not be mad. If we get knocked out mm. by someone else, I would... Go be like, yo, CCM. I'd li- I like a good underdog story. Again, the regional club. Mm. Now, not to sidetrack us further, but Qual made his debut for SV Sandhausen uh, on yep. loan from VFB Stuttgart 2 and was carted almost instantly. Did you see this? Yeah, it was a uh, real attacker's challenge, very <laughs> agricultural. Musket would have been proud of this one. Like, Oh, yeah. It was probably one of the worst challenges I've ever seen. Very worthy of a red. Hopefully, his his next game, uh, he makes a bit more of a. Well, he makes a different kind of impact, should I say? Because yeah. he definitely made an impact for all the wrong reasons in this in this one. Well, I think he's um the, the, his home guy. I was listening more than a game earlier today, and they said that he actually got a, like his club is actually signed to might be relegated, so he might be back there. Um, oh. like not the on loan. So shout out more than a game, amazing podcast. It's all like, like what I listen to because I have good summary of things that I wouldn't have the time to look into. But uh, did you see the crowd and like the fan? That felt like like the animosity in that stadium post that movement. Like the, I thought that oh. like a fight was going to break out. That was ten out of ten. It was great. Made for great watching. Dangerous challenge though. Like you, you honestly don't want to see it, but um. I believe the play, the, the, the Blakey tackled was all right in the end. Um, yeah, did, just did make for an entertaining. I suppose obviously I didn't watch it. I'm not big on on uh, that the German divisions, but um, you'd, you'd assume it made for a much more entertaining game after Qual got sent off because uh, I, I did see the afters and it looked like it got pretty heated. Hundred percent. Now we'll move on back onto our game. With Dia Rizzo and possibly now the sticker out injured, what could be done to ensure a good finals berth? Maybe send them to Mexico, stem cell research. Get you know, get stem cells injected straight into their spinal cord because we need them back ASAP. Oh, that's uh, yeah. some very Joe Rogan <laughs> stuff right there. Yeah, I reckon send them send them down to uh, Puerto Rico or something like that. But um, yeah. Do we have any – we should have probably had Lustiger in the injuries. I missed that. But um, no, do we have any – We don't have any updates. Yeah. They didn't, I don't think – I didn't watch the post-press conference, but – Yeah. Well, no let's hope it, it. Let's hope it's just a corky or something like that, something, you know, that, that's going to be resolved within the next two weeks because Lustiger, top five players of the season so far this this year uh, – this season, um, obviously, Diamante, a legend in his own right, and Josh Risden, probably the our best soccer. Uh, yeah, 
three three of our biggest players um, out does not help. Uh, we still got a decent amount of quality in the team. Obviously, we've got Killer, who I think is going to really have to step up and be a leader. Um, I think he does, though, to be honest. I think he's been amazing. I really enjoy watching him swear at Lockie Wales. Yeah. Uh, it he, brings me... It, he's like... Um, I don't know. It'd be like if your uncle was coaching your uh, your footy team, but he knows all the all the boys. You know, he just he he really gets into them. Um, but I don't think it's a negative. It's like it's not negative reinforcement on the same token. Mm. It's just his passion shining through. And I don't think obviously he he swears and has a go, but you, you know he doesn't feel that way towards uh, Lockie. It's just he feels that way towards Lockie's. Action in the moment, you'd say. <laughs> yeah. Um, as a parent, it's the I'm not angry, I'm just disappointed situation. But yes. if I put a scale to you right now, on one side is a pat on the back. You did okay, buddy. Positive reinforcement. And 10 is Mark Rodan calling Kurdo a C word. Where would you put Kilkenny to Lockie Wales? Ooh, probably an eight, I'd say, <laughs> at the very least. <laughs> But it's like you you say it's I'm not angry but I'm disappointed but they're also angry. <laughs> that sort of that sort of you know when your parents say I'm not angry I'm disappointed but they're both angry and disappointed so it's a double yeah, whammy. It's, yeah. It's kind of a lie. Uh, now any final comments on this game? Um could have been much worse. Luckily it was only 1-0. Luckily we've still got two games to go and we can still finish top 2. I think our uh our um, minor premiership runs probably over, barring a, a poor Melbourne City outing. Uh, but I honestly don't see us getting uh, six points from the final two remaining games. I'd, I'd be pretty content with four. Hard to call. But, yeah, on to the next one, on to finals because we've 100% made those. Well, we'll get more. I Would you want, like, I'd rate this performance, like, I think we spoke about this at the start of the season, like, top six for us was kind of the the metrics for, like, success. I think we said top four. Mm. We guaranteed that. Yeah, well, 100% guaranteed top, I'd say guaranteed top four, but, like, um, at the position we were in earlier, I'd say top two has to be what you're shooting for now. And, obviously, the minor premiership was always like, oh, can we do it, can we do it? Probably not at this point. That was probably... You know that's it's probably put us in a bad spot now, but I can, I'm sort of fifty fifty on whether or not we'll make top two. Uh, it all comes down to the Wednesday night game. It all comes down to how we, uh, yeah, play against. Uh, I think it's the Jets on Wednesday. So um, looking forward to that one. But it's that being said, it wasn't our worst performance on the weekend. Could have played a lot better, but it wasn't our worst performance. Something to learn from. Exactly. Um, now, we're going to Player of the Year votes. Mm-hmm. Did you want me to go through those? Yeah. Why not? Awesome. So, um, we had, starting from Lev, Young, Wales, and Tomoki and I. Uh, young being three, Wales being two, Tomoki being one. I had the same votes, three to Young, two to Wales, one to Imai. Uh, Kelsey had uh, three to Young, two to Wales, and one to a mic as well. So we all copied each other. And this is where it stops being copying. Uh, Scotty had Connor Payne, which not a bad shout, but you're wrong there, Scotty. Sorry. Um, <laughs> two, two to Lustica, which I do rate. And one for Milo. Um, Scotty obviously not being too happy with our performance on the way again. Scotty being a bit more of a cynic, but we love him. And Wallace, you had three to Young, uh, two to Payne, and one to Neil. Yep, and I would just like to give a shout out to Scott for saying the tagline for two points to the sticker for getting out of there when he did. That was his <laughs> tagline. Group chat was on fire that night. I think uh, Scotty had a couple bevies. Um, yeah, it was a bit of a fun one. It is what it is. Do you guys want to know who's winning? Yeah, yeah, sh- shoot it through. I have to be Jamie Young. I have to be Jamie yeah. Young after this round. It's he's. I I don't think he could lose. But Jamie Young on 102 points 
coming mm-hmm. first. Coming second, we have Stephen Lusticker, 25 points down, which we've got two games left. He could theoretically win. Um, Jamie Young, like, screws up again on 77 points. Uh, look, Leo Lacroix coming third on 72. Alexander Priovich coming fourth on 63. Lockie Wales coming fifth on 60 points, which he will be our young player of the year if um, no one overtakes him. Joshy Riston coming sixth, and he hasn't played a game since – we haven't given him points since round 12. Mm. Coming uh, sixth on 57. Connor Payne coming seventh on 54. Garuccio coming eighth on 49. Did you think he'd be such an important player to, the, to this club this season? Yes and no. I thought he'd be solid, but I didn't think he'd have I didn't think he'd be as important as he has been, to be completely honest. Um he's been much, much better than I thought he would. I'm very happy happy with that. Um and I think he'll only continue to keep getting better. He has sort of had a lapse the last couple of weeks. Obviously he didn't give us too much uh, creatively going forward last week, but uh you know, there's always the next game. And he's definitely shown glimpses of his greatness, especially, you know, the um I think it was the Sydney game where he scored the Scorpion. Yeah, I think it was. I can't remember. I was at the game though. It was pretty, pretty cool. But yeah, you know, he had a grouse game that game. Um, hopefully, he can replicate that sometime in the near future. Hundred percent. Number nine, Nikolai Topper Stanley. Same thing. Another player again. Probably wasn't expecting him to be his top, uh, starting eleven every week, but had a solid innings. And number ten, Neil Kilkenny, thirty-eight points. Mm. Like, yeah. I wouldn't have picked that. You know what's weird, though? Neil Kilkenny was leading after, like, three rounds, and he's not scored much since, but he's also been underneath the radar a lot of the time, pulling the strings in the background and just hasn't been able to crack into the points as much as he probably should have. I don't think it's indicative of how well he's played this season. Unofficial captain in my eyes. I'd say honest. so. Mm. Like... He's got an authority on the pitch. He's an amazing player. Great touch. I wouldn't be mad if he stayed with us next season. Not sure if he's got another full season in him again. He's getting older. It's you know you don't know what he wants from life. I thought he was fourteen. <laughs> he's wearing braces. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He's got a young face. Good on him. He's got the fountain of youth. Yeah. Um, how old is he? Like, I'd say you have to be mid thirties. Uh. He started his career in uh, 36. There you go, 36. He's he's getting on. Yeah, just put him out to pasture. Jokes. He's actually amazing. Um, mm. He's probably, for me, one of the interviews I want to do before the end of the season. 100%. Um, that's, he's been such a good quality club, such a wealth, wealth of experience. A number of Gunners fans in, on the podcast, like yourself, Jay. Yeah, I'm a big-time Gunners fan, aren't I? <laughs> just, just uh, <laughs> Kelsey was it on. I had someone had to do it. Um, yeah, but yeah, he's, he's, he had experience there. It's, it's great, been great for us. Uh, did you want to keep moving? Yeah, we'll move along. So onto the game preview. Uh, on Wednesday, West United will take a trip down to McDonald Jones to take on the ninth place Jets. Uh, in the tail of the tape, we've four wins, two losses, and a draw against the Jet whose season's almost over, uh, easily finishing bottom four unless Sydney and Western United shit the bed. Um, Technical terms there, sir. Technical terms. (laughs) Um, Obviously, both teams with a shortish, short or shortish uh, turnaround time. What are you expecting from this game, Wallace? Oh, man. I'm hoping for a win. Um. They're still dangerous. The, the, the thing about this league and what everyone, I think, forgets, which what makes it so interesting, is any, most teams can beat any other team on any given day, bar Perth uh, mm. and Wanderers, the, this season anyway. But it's any CCM can be a nuisance a nuisance at any time. Like They're not bad. Valentino Yule, they've got like some great players. And for the I, budget I they have... The, New, the Newcastle Jets, not the CCM. Damn it! They're just on my mind. They're playing amazing. No, no, sorry. I've, I, I no, you're right. Beers. I've necked two beers since the start of this pod, and I'm on three hours sleep, so I'm going great. Um, no, Newcastle Jets going great for the like. You get bang for your buck with them. 
they're a good like budget team and they'll if you screw up like we can, especially defensively, midfield, if they can dominate our midfield, we're done. I think I'm not sure if we're gonna rotate because we don't have people to rotate. It's gonna be the standard three, uh standard four on the back, and my on the right the other right fella, mm-hmm. Richie on the left, two center backs. I'd, I'd say it's just I honestly I'm not sort of fussed about the team we put forward at this point. Um, I'm not going to even speculate lineups because there could be anything as long as it's, it's all down to how well we train and how well we play, I'd say. Um, also worth mentioning, uh, the Jets coming off a massive win against uh, MacArthur. Ooh, Smacked them 3-0 yeah. Sunday. And Damn. I think that was away, so the Bulls are in trouble. I'd, I'd say that season over for them. Um Newcastle playing for pride, and you know they've they've had a rough rough patches this year, but it probably doesn't like their spot. I wouldn't say is indicative of how well they've played at times this season because they've been a real problem for a lot of good teams. Uh, that being said, we could get a depends on what Newcastle turns up. We could easily beat them, or they could easily beat us. I think it'll be a fun game on Wednesday night. Either way, yeah, midweek footy. To cast like for the last week of standard seasons, really amazing. Um, mm. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. Yeah, as am I. Keen to get into it. Um, probably for that one, um, I'd say uh, there's a few Werribee fans heading down to the Sporting Globe. Uh, I'm gonna. I'd say there's a pretty decent chance I'll I'll be down there myself. Uh, talk to Leb. Uh, he'll probably come as well. Uh, you know. Um, I've still got to just double check with Brooke that we can get in and, and uh, watch the game there. But um, with two games to go, both of them being away, um, uh, it's yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll probably be going down to the Sporting Globe for one of, if not both, those games um, just to you know in, enjoy it while we can in the regular season. Not going to be making Adelaide, unfortunately, just financially and um, time-wise. It's it's not a not a great time for me to travel, but hopefully. Um, Hopefully, uh, in the finals, we'll we'll get to see the boys play at least two, hopefully even three more times, uh, and enjoy that to round off the season. But um, yeah, if anyone's anyone from Werribee, get down to Sporting Globe on Wednesday night. Be keen to see you there. Hundred uh, percent. Any score predictions, buddy? Damn, I'm gonna go. Part my my soul wants to say three two. My heart. Wants to say three two, but I think two two. I think it'll be a high scoring draw. Two two. I'm in a two one camp. We will concede, but we're gonna get the win. Mm. I think we'll score, then concede, score, then concede. Oh, that does sound like a very us. It, like we give it a good it solid is, fifteen minutes yeah. at each start, like at the start of the first half and the start of the second half, and then we're kind of like defense mode. Yeah. It is the a, a depressing way, but um, honestly, I think it's going to be a draw, regardless. I I hope we get at least get a point so uh, from this game, and then I'd, I'd like four from the next two to round off the season. At least four, I think that sends us sis, sends us into the finals uh, somewhat strong. But as long as we, this game is also sort of about resting because we do need to. I'd say Adelaide game is more important going into the finals on a win. Hundred percent. Um, you want to move on to the Adelaide preview? Ah, oh, yes. Forgot that we're we're playing them even before uh, the next pod will come out. So on Mother's Day, shout out Kathy. Um, Western United travel back in time to wonderful Adelaide City of Churches and late comebacks. What are you expecting from this short turnaround time, Wallace? I'm hoping that the team pivot to like you said focusing our efforts on this game being the harder game Mm. but i'm i just hope for a nice game like good game and hopefully cavalo doesn't hurt us that's uh really like Mm. you'd you'd hope and hopefully um actually no i don't think anyone else is playing but yeah hope i'd say um they've sort of been another up and down team but i think we can definitely get the three against uh against Adelaide for sure. And I really wish I could make it to that game because I do do love Cooper Stadium. Anyone who is going, you're going to love it. You're going to enjoy it. Anyone that can go, go. 
Um, but yeah, excited, excited to watch that one. Probably be at the Sporting Globe for that one as well. Uh, what do you reckon we're gonna go? How do you reckon we're gonna go score wise? I think it's be like a, oh, I hate to say it two one again, but I it's I feel like it's gonna be two one. Although, mm. like, we are pretty good at shutting teams down. Like, despite some of the outcomes we've had, our defense is solid even on pretty bad days. And provided Jamie Young shows up, we're good. And they don't exploit yeah. his, um, yeah. I think we're going to do two on you. Me, oh, sorry, man. Um, hard one to call, but I'm going to say 3-0 to Weston. And that's what I'm sort of hoping for. If I could be more accurate, 3-1. But um, 3-0 is what I'd hope for. And I, honestly, I think we definitely, if we the right Western United shows up, we could easily get that done. So, 100%. Um, yeah, looking forward to it. Uh, just another note to any would-be travelling fans, um, Western United working on a cashback offer as a way of saying thank you to our most loyal green and black supporters. We are thrilled to be able to offer a member-exclusive $100 cashback on all flight tickets booked to watch our boys take on Adelaide in the final game of the season on May 8. Uh, we want to fill Cooper Stadium with our loud and proud fans and bring the boys home strong this season. Uh, so stay tuned to your member mail that should be coming through next couple of nights. Um, yeah, like I said, unfortunately, you just can't make it down, but that would be an offer I would have loved to jump onto. Um, flights, flights are not the cheapest at the moment. So the $100 um, cashback definitely helps. Um, I think shout out to Andrew Tran also finding uh, train tickets that were reasonably priced. Um, and then there's always your car. If you're desperate enough to get up there, could always drive up. It's about an uh, eight-hour drive from uh, where I live um, in the west of Melbourne. Um, those are your three three ways, I'd, I'd say, to get down to the Cooper Stadium if you were keen to go on Sunday. Um, yeah, would definitely recommend going Grouse Stadium. Damn, I'm just so depressed I can't go. But um, yeah, it's, it's a sad one. I, I, I'm the same. Again, it's Mother's Day. It's an it's a hard fixture for a lot of people. Like I mm. have a wife, two kids. That for me, I'll probably be pretty locked down. I'll probably get into the Sporting Globe. Might be a bit pushing it. See if I get in trouble. But, yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Like it's a it's a hard fixture. It's like the yeah. Tassie doing that over Easter. It might be a bit like, you know what I mean? Like those those two fixtures to me seem a bit off. But yeah. And like, unfortunately, yeah, like I can't take any more time off work just to go to the soccer. And if I do, it's going to be for the finals. You better bloody believe that. So, um, yeah, it was a rough one for me. It's rough having so many away trips so late in the season, which really doesn't help because um, I like doing two a season, but we've only been able to do one trip this season. So, um, Hopefully next year, you know, we get our fixture released, no COVID interruptions. We don't have to, you know, we can actually plan these sorts of trips rather than have to, have to do them, you know, a week out. So it's definitely nice planning a month in advance, having something to look forward to. But on that note, we will be at Sporting Globe. 100%. I'll be at Sporting Globe uh, definitely for Wednesday. Sunday, I'll, I'll try the best to ditch mum and get down there. 100%. Oh, not, not Kathy. Have to ditch. Sorry, Kath. I'll have to ditch. Shout out, Kath. The green and black's a bit more important. No, you're right. No, it's Kathy. not. It's not. I'm t- I'll, I'll make it up to it. <laughs> she wants a West United membership for her birth, uh, for Mother's Day. Uh, uh, I, don't, I, I don't think there'd be anything, uh, anything that she'd hate more. Just because the amount I talk about Western United, she doesn't mind the club. I, don't, I just don't think she can stand the amount I talk about it. We need but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> uh, let's move on to the tipping comp. Um, methodical Flamethrower has won this 74 points, like depending on the last two um, this, this week. Coming second is Woodster 99 on 70. Sherlock, Nick. You weren't going to win the prize anyway, but buddy, you you've really dropped coming third. Atrax, I thought you wanted another trophy to defile. Coming fourth on sixty six. Me coming fifth on sixty four. Harris Mania, shout. How's he going? Good. Yeah, he's around here somewhere. I think he's going all right. Should have got him in on this pod, so it's not just us two dorks talking the whole time. I completely yeah. forgot. Oh well. Next time. Next time. <laughs> Next time, Mitch. 
Um, Levy T coming 10th on 53 points. Uh, the Joker Baby 16th on 38. And uh, no surprises Scott there. Tied 19th. Kelsey didn't appear and he hasn't had a tip wrong all season. We know the joke, Kelsey. Yes. But we need to we need to we need to get our soundboard with an applause button going every time he tells that joke. I reckon. Oh, I had to say because he's not here. He's uh, our, like rest up, Kelsey. You got your you the uh, bit of a the old out for sickness, but uh, yeah. Do you have anything for around the grounds or carded? Uh no, nah, not that I can think of. Um, around the grounds. Uh, I know my other football team, Liverpool, are going to be playing in an FA Cup final in a couple of weeks. Any Liverpool fans keen for it? We're heading into the Imperial for a 1.45am game. Uh, so we're going to be heading into Melbourne, getting dinner at about 6 o'clock at the MP and then having a few beers. And then, you know, it, it's 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 always a good night going out and watching some European football at a pub with some other like-minded supporters. Uh, very keen, looking forward to that. It's the arse end of those seasons as well. So that's pretty interesting. Um, yeah, I can't think of anything else more around the grounds. We I think we've covered everything. On a different note, organectomy, cranium, and inhibitor are doing a Super Slam Bros Australian tour in September. I'm very excited. Cranium, classic, some depraved album. It's going to be amazing to see that live. Organectomy from uh, New, New Zealand. I've seen them before with Revulsed. Shout out Revulsed. This is going to be sick. Um, yeah, looking forward to the off season of like seeing some metal shows. Well, while we're talking about uh, touring bands. We also have probably the best band out of Mongolia at the moment, The Who. Are they um, touring, are they? Yeah, they're going out and they're playing The Who, the H-U, not W-H-O. Um, the Who are playing at uh, uh, Russell Street. I can't remember what it's. Billboards. Billboards, that's it, yeah. Playing a gig there in a couple of months and I'm tossing up whether or not I go. I reckon I do. Ooh. I reckon I'll go to that one because they absolutely rock. 3rd of August. Shout out to The Who. That's a, that's a good name. They're, they're pretty solid, man. Um, mm. Yeah, just a little bit of a sidetrack there, a bit of music. Um, so shout out Dope Throne from Canada. I was listening to that before the podcast today. Sabbath vibes. It's great, but doom. Um, yeah, yeah that's, all I, that's all I have for today. <laughs> Leb, do you have anything else to talk about? I'm Jay. Leb's not been on the pod for about six weeks. But, oh, sorry. Um, I, just, I was trying dude, to give him a shout. I miss, I miss him too, man. I know how it feels. <laughs> it's been a big deal. Um, yeah. Nah, I'm all done. Yeah. Come on, you do the outro. Dream. You do the outro, big fella. You're in. What am I supposed to what am I? What am I saying? Hang on. It's not in the space. It's not in the sheet. Uh, it just says, eh, after carded. <laughs> CBF today. Um, yeah, you give it a crack, lad. My brain's gone. We've been all out west. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Uh, all that jazz. All west, aren't we? Jay? All west, aren't we? I remembered that part. Good work, buddy. <laughs>